Clearshore presents The Innovation Stack How to Make Innovation Programs Deliver More Than Coffee Cups by Steve Blank June 5th, 2018 at steveblank.com Is your organization full of hackathons, shark tanks, incubators, and other innovation programs, but none have changed the trajectory of your company or agency? Over the last few years, Pete Newell and I have helped build innovation programs inside large companies across the U.S., federal science agencies, and in the Department of Defense and Intelligence community. But it is only recently that we realized why some programs succeed and others are failing. After doing deep dives in multiple organizations, we now understand why individual innovators are frustrated and why entrepreneurial success requires heroics. We also can explain why innovation activities have generated innovation theater, but few deliverables. And we can explain why innovation in large organizations looks nothing like startups. Most importantly, we now have a better idea of how to build innovation programs that will deliver products and services, not just demos. It starts by understanding the innovation stack the hierarchy of innovation efforts that have emerged in large organizations. The stack consists of individual innovation, innovation tools and activities, team-based innovation, and operational innovation. The pursuit of innovation inside large companies or agencies is not a 21st century invention. Ever since companies existed, there have been passionate individuals who saw that something new unplanned and unscheduled was possible, and pushing against the status quo of existing process, procedure, and plan, they went about building a demo or prototype, and through heroic efforts, succeeded in getting a new innovation over the goal line, by shipping or deploying a new innovation. We describe their efforts as heroic because all the established procedures and processes in a large company are primarily designed to execute and support the current business model. From the point of view of someone managing an engineering, manufacturing, or operations organization, new, unplanned, and unscheduled innovations are a distraction and a drag on existing resources. The best description I've heard is that unfettered innovation is a denial-of-service attack on core capabilities. That's because, until now, we hadn't levied any requirements, rigor, or evidence on the innovator to understand what it would take to integrate, scale, and deploy products or services. Finally, most corporate or agency innovation processes funnel innovations into demo days or shark tanks, where they face an approval or funding committee that decides which innovation ideas are worth pursuing. However, without any measurable milestones to show evidence of the evolution of what the team has learned about validity of the problem, customer needs, pivots, etc., the best presenter and flashiest demo usually win. In some companies and government agencies, innovators even have informal groups, such as an Innovators Alliance, where they can exchange best practices and workarounds to the system. Think of this as the Innovators Support Group. But these innovation activities are ad hoc, and the innovators lack authority, resources, and formal process to make innovation programs an integral part of their departments or agencies. There are two types of people who engage in large company or agency innovation. Innovators, 
those who invent new technology, product, service, or processes, and entrepreneurs, those who figured out how to get innovation adopted and delivered through the existing company or agency procedures and processes. Though some individuals operate as both innovator and entrepreneur, any successful innovation program requires an individual or a team with at least these two skill sets. Over the last decade, innovators have realized that they needed tools and activities different from traditional project management tools used for new versions of existing products or customers. They have passionately embraced innovation tools and activities that for the first time help individual innovators figure out what to build, who to build it for, and how to create effective prototypes and demos. Some examples of innovation tools are customer development, design thinking, user-centric design, business model canvas, storytelling, etc. Companies and agencies have also co-opted innovation activities developed for startups such as hackathons, incubators, internal kickstarters, as well as open innovation programs and makerspaces that give individual innovators a physical space and dedicated time to build prototypes and demos. In addition, companies and agencies have set up innovation outposts, most often located in Silicon Valley, to be closer to relevant technology and then to invest, partner, or buy. These activities make sense in a startup ecosystem where 100% of the company is focused on innovation. However, they generate disappointing results inside companies or agencies where 98% of the organization is focused on executing the existing business or mission model. While these tools and activities educated innovators and generated demos and prototypes, they lacked an end-to-end -end process that focused on delivery and deployment. So it should be no surprise that very few contributed to the company's top or bottom line, or an agency's mission. One of the ironies of the tools activities groups is rather than talking about the results of using the tools, such as the ability to rapidly deliver new products or services that are wanted and needed, their passion has them evangelizing the features of the tools and activities. This means that senior leadership has pigeonholed most of these groups as extensions of corporate training departments, and skeptics view this as the latest fad. Rather than just teaching innovators how to use new products or having them build demos, we recognize that there was a need for a process that taught all the components of a business mission model. Who are the customers? What product service solves their problem? How do you get it to them, support it, etc.? The next step in entrepreneurial education was to teach teams a formal innovation process for how to gather evidence that lets them test if their idea is feasible, desirable, and viable. Examples of team-based innovation programs are the National Science Foundation Innovation Corps, ICOR at NSF, for the intelligence community, ICOR at NSA, and for the Department of Defense, Hacking for Defense, H4D. In contrast to single-purpose activities like incubators, hackathons, kickstarters, etc., these curricula teach what it takes to turn an idea into a deliverable product or service by using the scientific method of hypothesis testing and experimentation outside the building. This process emphasizes rapid learning cycles with speed, urgency, accepting failure as learning, and innovation metrics. Teams talk to 100-plus beneficiaries and stakeholders while building minimum viable products to maximize learning and discovery. They leave the program with a deep understanding of all the obstacles and resources needed to deliver or deploy a product. The good news? 
ICOR, Hacking for Defense, and other innovation programs that focus on training single teams have raised the innovation bar. These programs have taught thousands of teams of federally funded scientists, as well as innovators in corporations, the Department of Defense, and intelligence community. However, over time, we've seen teams that completed these programs run into scaling challenges. Even with great evidence-based minimum viable products, prototypes, teams struggle to get these innovations deployed at scale and in the field. Or a team that achieved product market fit building a non-standard architecture could find no way to maintain it at scale within the parent organization. Upon reflection, we identified two root causes. The first is a lack of connection between innovation teams and their parent organization. Teams form and are taught outside their parent organization because innovation is disconnected from other activities. This meant that when teams went back to their home organization, they found that execution of existing priorities took precedence. They returned speaking a foreign language. What's a pivot? Minimum viable what? To their colleagues and bosses who are rewarded on execution-based metrics. Further, as budgets are planned out years in advance, their organization had no slack for good ideas. As a result, there was no way to finish and deploy whatever innovative prototypes the innovators had developed, even once it had been validated. The second root cause emerged because neither the innovators' team nor their organizations had the mandate, budget, or people to build an end-to-end -end innovation pipeline process, one that started with innovation, a sourcing funnel, all the way to integrating their prototypes into mainstream engineering production. As organizations have moved from individual innovators working alone to adopting innovation tools and activities to teaching teams about evidence-based innovation, our most important realization has been this. Having the skills and tools and activities are critical building blocks, but by themselves are insufficient to build a program that delivers results that matter to leadership. It's only when senior leaders see how an innovation process can deliver stuff that matters at speed that they take action to change the processes and procedures that get in the way. We believe that the next big step is to get teams and leaders to think about the innovation process from end to end. That is, to visualize the entire flow of how and from where an idea is generated, the source, all the way to deployment, how it gets into users' hands. So we've drawn a canonical innovation pipeline, and we've surrounded that process with all the parts necessary to build and deliver products and services at speed and scale. Second, we've realized that while individual initiatives won awards and incubators and hackathons got coffee cups and posters, senior leadership sat up and took notice when operating groups transformed how they work in the service of a critical product or mission. When teams and operating groups adopted the innovation pipeline, it made an immediate impact on delivering products and services at speed. An operating group can be a corporate profit and loss center or anything that affects revenue, profit, users, market share, etc. In a government agency, it can be something that allows a group to execute mission more effectively or in a new disruptive way. Operating groups have visibility, credibility, and most importantly, direct relevance to mission. What are these groups? In even a large company or agency, there are groups solving operational problems that realize they can't go on like this and or we need to do a lot more stuff and or something changed and we rapidly need to find new ways to do business.
these groups are ready to try something new. Most importantly, we learned that the something new is emphatically not more tools or activities. Design thinking, user-centric design, storytelling, hackathons, incubators, etc. Because these groups want an end-to-end -end solution, the innovation pipeline resonates with the doers who lead these groups. However, without a mandate for actually delivering innovation from senior leadership, scaling innovation across the company or agency means finding one group at a time until you reach a tipping point of recognition. That's when leadership starts to pay attention. Our experience to date is that 25 to 100 person groups run by internal entrepreneurs with budget and authority to solve critical problems are the right place to start to implement this. Finding these people in large companies or agencies is a repeatable process. It requires patient and persistent customer discovery inside your company or agency to find these groups and deeply understand their pains, gains, and jobs to be done. Lessons learned. Companies and agencies have adapted and adopted startup innovation tools, lean, design thinking, user-centric design, business model canvas, etc. As well as startup activities and team-based innovation, hackathons, incubators, kickstarters, iCore, fastworks, etc. Because they are disconnected from the mainstream business or mission model, very few have been able to scale past a demo or prototype. Use the innovation stack and start working directly with operating groups. Find those who realize they can't go on like this, or we need to do a lot more stuff, or something changed, and we rapidly need to find new ways to do business. You'll deliver stuff that matters instead of coffee cups. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.